Hello, dear listeners. Hello, hello. And welcome back to, you said 100 miles? Is that in in American miles or European miles? (laughs) (laughs) African or European miles? (laughs) Oh, that would be a good meme. That would be a really good meme. Oh, uh, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Um... Oh, uh, th- uh, thank you for tuning in. Um, as ever, I'm your host, Bob. Joining me, uh, my co-host, Sass. Hello, as always. And uh, so I think this is, what, episode five? I think I think it's five. I five or five. six. Yeah, yeah. But five sounds right. Five, I think five. Let's go with five. I'll go five. Until I'm proven wrong. I told a friend of mine that I do this, and she went, you're on a podcast? I'm like, don't make it sound that exciting. It's about <laughs> <laughs> Like, whoa, look, 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 look. <laughs> well, I, I think at least we've, like, kind of crossed past the, like, people here, you're on a, po- you've got a podcast, and they just roll your eyes. <laughs> kind of, like, because there was the, like, there was, like, you know, the, the, um, the explorers and the visionaries who started podcasting, and then, you know, it kind of got to the point where it was like everybody and their mother had a podcast, and <laughs> it was just like, oh, you roll your eye. But now I, I think we've kind of gone over the hump, and, you know, no one's impressed that you're on a podcast necessarily. They're just glad you're doing something constructive with your time. Exactly. They're like, oh, that's nice. That's it's like, good for you. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll look at you. It's like if I took up French cooking or something, they'd be like, right. well, look at you <laughs> doing something with your evenings. <laughs> yeah. They, that's it. That, that is that is the perfect encapsulation of it. Oh, man. Um, I, I, I do think we have... I do think we have a, a handful of people who are listening, so thank you, Mom, listeners. thanks a lot. No, I don't even I don't even think she listens to it. <laughs> um, Though, Holly, if you're listening, thank you. It is very impressive that I'm on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I, I, you know, I think what will be really interesting is once I'm through it and I kind of put the cap on it and we have our final episode, mm-hmm. like, at that point, I think it'll be, there will be some potential for for people to pick it up more. Do you have an idea of how many episodes you want this to be? Because like we never really discussed that. Um, because we kind of started it because you were doing the hundred miles, but yes. you've got a couple other crazy races coming up in theory. I do. I think like for me, the vision of this has always been pretty straightforward. It's just I want to document getting through and finishing a hundred mile race, and. Because I, I didn't want, what I don't want to do is just start another running podcast. Yeah. There's so many of them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and and people who have the time and resources to dedicate to making a really good running podcast with, like, interviews and all that other stuff. So, to me, this is, like, this is a limited series. I just like listening, hearing my own voice. So like when yes. I listen back to these when I'm at work, I'm like, what an intelligent person. Exactly. This is all an ego thing for me. And I appreciate you letting me uh, be part <laughs> of it. <laughs> Which is insane because I'm not even the one who's like running 100 miles. I'm like, oh, I do a 5K now and then. That's some CrossFit. It's not a big deal. <laughs> Getting my yoga practice back in. <laughs> but I am on a podcast. Damn, damn it. <laughs> I'll put this on my dating profile. Like, oh, there you no, go. not to brag not or to anything, brag. but I am the co-host of. <laughs> there you go. When is when are podcasts going to get on IMDb? Oh, good question. Because <laughs> I'm sorry, this makes me think of the episode of Seinfeld where George is trying to pick up women as cred. Uh, like, what is he like a comedy writer or something? <laughs> and everybody is like, you can't pick up women in a bar by telling them you're a writer on a TV show. That never works. Like, is that how that would go with, with a podcast? <laughs> like, it's not a big deal, but I have a podcast. I have a podcast. <laughs> oh man, yeah. That that's uh. That would be fun. <laughs> that would be hilarious. I'm on a podcast. Just handing it's out like business deal. cards. Like, we don't need a first date. If you like my podcast, you'll know where to find me. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. That'd be terrible. Do well, not take as, that as, as advice. <laughs> especially if you're on Strava and then people really would know where to find you. <laughs> <laughs> I had to make my profile private. I was like, 
I, I realize, wait a minute, there's way too much information out oh, here. Oh, yeah. No, it's a good, good point. Good point. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. So, you know, uh, the it's been a couple of weeks since our last episode, hmm. and um, it's been an interesting couple of weeks. Okay, yeah. Uh, so, you know, I, at this point, I had my longest runs – uh, of the training plan pretty much on the schedule leading into Chicago. So the the complication with my plan for Tunnel Hill is that, you know, I'm running the Chicago Marathon, which is in two weeks from today mm. or from yesterday. And now, you know, in, in marathon train like it's really not that different for what I'm doing. I'm doing a flat, hundred mile race mm. and it, it's pretty everyone I've uh, talked to about it has said yeah for something like this you're just it's just marathon training more or less and is the Chicago Marathon October 12th do I have that ninth. right ninth okay it's the ninth of this Sunday yeah okay yep so um so yeah so you know ideally or you know per the plan that I was using um, it was, it actually had me doing a lot more volume than what the marathon plans are calling for, but I ran into some, I ran into some troubles Okay. these last few weeks and, uh, you know, t- I think it was September 4th. I had a 20 mile run. I went out, I did it. I finished, mm-hmm. um, didn't feel great, but I got through it. It was still hot. Mm. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck the humidity. So then the way most marathon training works is like you'll you do like you do progressive builds, but then you have cutbacks. Mm-hmm. So the week after that was a cutback to 12 miles, mm-hmm. which I struggled with. And then the next week after that was supposed to be the long run of 21 miles. And I really struggled with that. And I actually quit that run at 12 miles instead of going to 21. Were you, were you concerned because like you've, you've done the Chicago marathon before you've been training for the races and this just hasn't been, you noticed a difference in your energy levels. Is like that, what was happening? I, yeah, no, I, I just didn't have it that day. Okay. Like, and, uh, you know, it's been just really busy at work and life and just, I just have been, I just have felt really sapped of energy lately okay and i've talked about this with some folks online where it's you know basically i feel like i've kind of hit the limit of (coughs) volume that my body as is can handle i would be shocked if you could go further than 100 miles like wait are you doing more than 100 miles (laughs) uh no no it's just 100 Okay, because yeah. I was, I, I don't know. Just a hundred. It's just a hundred. Oh, sass. It's just a hundred. <laughs> but no, I was going to say, like, a hundred is shocking to me. The fact that, I don't know, I think I would start to get concerned if if you were like, yeah, I'm going to do more than a hundred. Well, I mean, there's the Bigfoot 200. There is that. For crazier folks than I. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, you know, the Badwater 135, which Jesus. is run in Death Valley. What? <laughs> Oh, guys, come on, man. <laughs> you know what? You know what? You know what? For years, years and years and years, I was the crazy one in conversations. And all I was doing was running 5Ks. I was the nut job doing roller derby in 5Ks. And then I met you, Bob. And then I started having conversations with you. And now I am the one going like, what the hell? <laughs> I'm the one who was like, let's climb tall things. Oh, I'm such a renegade. No, no. <laughs> I am like a PG movie that didn't know NC-17 ones existed. (laughs) That is what I am. (laughs) I'm shocked that there's a back room. No one told me this was here. (laughs) It's just like like some of this stuff is so like incredibly absurd and just mind boggling. Like, you know, last time we talked about the winter ultras. Yeah. I, mean, I did a ride. Yeah. I mean, and uh, like so it, it goes just bonkers and there's, you know, generally around here, things are pretty flat, but 
I mean, there's really tough ultras here, too. There's this one called Potawatomi, mm. which is a 10-mile loop. And it's actually a lot of up and down. And you got a lot of mud and river crossings. And that one's tough. Then you've got Superior in the UP, mm. um, which is, you know, a pretty t- a challenging course. Uh, so there, there's like, there is like... There's not like mountainous ultras here, but there are still really tough races. Um, and not that the race I'm doing is easy. It's just, it's flat. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, no, the, there's so much just this doesn't really, stupid shit. It doesn't shock me, shock me exactly. Because if you think back, like every culture has that thing that they did that was like when you're thinking about it now, you're like, I just don't know why we all decided to do that. So I th- I, there just must be something in certain members of the human race where we're going, <laughs> you know, I know that this is fine, but you know, what would be fun just to like, I don't know, even before Instagram, like just, just to, for, for the sweet, sweet bragging rights yeah. running through death Valley. I would love to do that. <laughs> yeah. It's right. So that race, you should look this up because this is, this is just stupid mm-hmm. is what it is. So they start, in in Death Valley, and they run to Mount Whitney Portal. Okay. Which Mount Whitney is uh, the tallest mountain in Lower Forty Eight. Okay. And so you're starting at as low as you can get in the in the United States, and you're going oh, to the base God. of the tallest mountain <laughs> in Lower Forty Eight. They're like, we should really just like you know make it the hardest thing you've ever done <laughs> so it's almost all like it's almost all uphill it's almost it's as hot as possible mm-hmm. but it's a dry heat oh it's a dry heat it's yeah dry that, heat. Uh, that, that makes all the difference yes yeah, totally you can do anything in a dry heat and it's run on highway oh no oh that's a no <laughs> Somehow, somehow I could almost like forgive this if it was like, well, but the scenery is beautiful and you're going to see things that, you know, before you die, if you pass out, you're going to be like, what a beautiful view. But if you pass out here, it's just on the highway. Yes. No one likes a highway view. I, I mean, they, they do love to say it's the it's the toughest race you can do. And it's definitely in the team photo. Oh, God, you want to do this race, don't you? No, I don't. Yeah, you do. You get that gleam in your eye, Bob. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, sure, no, sure, no. sure. Two years. No. <laughs> You're going to come be like, Aaron, I have some news. I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> no. I don't, I, you know, it's funny. Like, I after doing the, the Christmas in July race, mm-hmm. just hot races. The heat is unbearable. I don't know. There's something, there's something about. Uh, even it, the cold is bad. There's something about the heat and the humidity that like makes me want to die. <laughs> well, you can you can only take so much off. Yeah, you know you can uh, you can always warm up by putting more on, mm. getting next to a source of heat. But when it is just brutally hot, there really isn't much you can do about it. You can take a nap, but I mean, in the middle of a race through the desert, not right. necessarily a good idea. No, so it's uh. Yeah, no, do, do not count on me doing bad water. Or, like, uh, the one I think that makes me, like, gives me worse hives almost is the Keys 100. I Okay, I was in the Keys in December, uh, like, uh, last year. And it's so hot. It's so humid that I was just sweating through yeah. everything. And that was December. Uh, when is when is this race held? Like July, May, of course. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> yeah. So and it's just it's just hell. It, you know, I just no. But um, but I got us a little off topic. You were kind of talking about you were talking about training. Yes. You weren't feeling so hot. I wasn't feeling great. I thought you know my 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 mindset was just like okay. I think I've just actually hit like the the volume limit for me right now mm-hmm. like i just i, I I'm, I'm i was running like i had a couple of weeks of running like 50 60 mile weeks and um you know and throw that in with work and you know uh taking care of izzy and you know i i've made a very firm rule for myself that the only day of the week that running can get in the way of 
normal life is Sunday morning. And that is, otherwise, I, I run at night. I run very early. I do not let it as much as possible interfere with anything else. So I thought I was just, okay. I've just, I'm just, I've just hit my limit. I just need to scale it back. And I felt like, okay, this is all, this is all right. Like I've done the miles. I've got a couple big races. Like, um, it's at the, we're already, we're halfway through September now. And, you know, I'm kind of on the down ramp going into Chicago. And then once Chicago hits, then I've got that one more race in between that and Tunnel Hill that um, is where I'm really going to practice my Tunnel Hill stuff. I'll be fine. You know, it's just I need some rest. I need, you know, I need the rest more than I need. Did you think you just kind of burned yourself out? Like you, you've you been doing this a lot and your body was trying to tell you like, nah, maybe you should take a break. Uh, yeah, no, that's exactly kind of where my head was at. It was like, okay, I've... I've pushed really hard and I might have pushed a little too far. Okay. Um so yeah, I is so I haven't like so I had that I was still like still since then I've still been running regularly, but you know, I had like last Thursday I felt totally out of it. Mm-hmm. I took last Thursday off. Um and then, you know, I didn't feel super on my Sunday run this week. Um, so, you know, part of me is like, did I get COVID and I didn't mm-hmm. know it? Mm-hmm. Like, that's kind of how it, it kind of felt. But, um, but kind of coinciding with all of this, mm-hmm. I had scheduled my annual physical months ago. You know, like you can't get into the doctor without. Oh my god! Yeah, unless <laughs> you're dying. You saying that actually was trying to make me remember. Like, did I go this year yet? Because <laughs> if I didn't, then I'm not going till next you're not year. There's no it. way. No, yeah, <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. I yeah. So I was, you know, months and months ago, and I'm, I'm pretty good about making sure I go. And I usually go. Um, well, I used to go in the spring, but then COVID kind of screwed things up, and so now I'm going in September. So, um, so I went to my physical and the only, you know, I kind of, I went in there and, you know, I didn't come in to, with like any complaints really, but all I said to her was, I have this hundred mile race coming up. Is there anything you're worried about? Mm. And two, um, I started taking meds for ADHD this year. Oh, wow. Okay. And, you know, we haven't, I haven't seen you since then. So telling you about that. And in the, in the, that whole conversation, you know, it actually is a, is a nice chat with the doctor. I, I really like my doctor. Um, and she asked a few more questions and, you know, she, the the reaction when I told her I was running a hundred mile race was pretty great. Ah, you should really start like recording. You should. You should take photos and then we'll make like a big like, I don't know, like a slideshow yeah. after after you run. We, we were at a, a family party yesterday and everyone who heard that this the, the facial reaction was great. But my doctor, I got the full bend over ah! like her head <laughs> may have actually hit. Hit the was desk. she laughing or was she like full? She was like, "Oh God, oh, God. no, jeez, no. oh what?" <laughs> the disbelief, the horror. Yeah, she was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> um, and then I, you know, and I was talking to her. It, we, it, it actually, it was a really good conversation because I said to her, you know, I was like, "I've been plateaued weight wise since last June. Like, I just haven't been able to lose any weight." Um through training, but I've been continuously training. I've had a big race back to back to back to back. I really haven't had an off season. Has your diet been like, have do you have like specific dietary restrictions? You've been not restrictions, I guess, but do you have a diet plan, like a nutrition plan you've been following no. along with this? Not so much. No. Okay. I'm just curious. No, I mean, I've, I, I've tried, uh, you know, a couple of different things, but uh, you know, really what it, 
everything I've tried, I've not been able to find, you know, any, I, I just can't, I haven't been able to find a way to maintain a calorie deficit mm-hmm. and train for I these long races. I don't think you can. I I've, don't think so either. And that's kind of the conclusion that I've been coming to. And, and that's, and what I said to her was like, I'm planning not to run any long races next spring mm-hmm. so that I can really spend the winter focusing on my diet and trying to get closer to my target weight where she would like me about 35 pounds lighter mm-hmm. than where I'm at. And this has been true for a year mm-hmm. when I saw her last year. That's what she said. Sure. Um, which when I saw her last year, I was down 61 pounds from the time I'd seen before her. Okay. Her before that. So she was really hoping I'd keep the trend going, but you know, such as life. Um, and, but you know, she, so I told her that and she was like, yeah, 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 that's a good idea. I think that's the right thing to do. Focus on diet. And then, you know, just don't sign up for anything long distance until for the fall. So, um, so I left that, you know, I left it. And then I, I brought up something with her about like, Erica calls it the Jimmy leg. I kick in my sleep. Okay. And she's like, oh, well, why don't you start taking like an iron supplement before you go to bed? Sure. That helps restless leg syndrome for some people. Um, I was like, okay. So I left that, you know, I left that appointment thinking, all right, everything sounded good. You know, no red flags were raised. Maybe I'll start taking this iron supplement, see if that helps. So that was Friday. And of course, you know, right after the appointment, I go to the lab. Oh, yeah. Get all the blood work. Get all the blood work. So she ordered an additional test that she hasn't ordered before called um, an anti-TPO antigen test. And uh, so I, I didn't even know she ordered it. Until I got the email Saturday morning mm-hmm. with the results. Is this not a, this is not like a normal thyroid test? Like if they wanted to test your thyroid, do you know, is this the test they would do? Or is this like, mm, I have some suspicions on something and she threw that one in there. No, um, Cause I've had my thyroid tested before, but I, I don't actually remember if it had a name there. Well, there's a couple of, cause there's one like there's the TSH okay. uh, thyroid simulating hormone test, which mm-hmm. is, I've had that plenty of times. Yeah. Um, and the free T4 test, which I've also had plenty of times. Mm-hmm. Um, but best I can tell is the anti-TPO test is not, it's not generally done um, on the regular unless they suspect something is off. So something I said in all of that made her think that something might be off. Um, and so, uh, I get the results in Saturday morning and I go on to the website and I see it and there's this little alert box next to it. Oh, I always love the alert box. The no, alert box is fun. Oh, that's always a fun, you're like, oh, I wonder what this is. They're probably going <laughs> to, it's going to tell me how healthy I am. <laughs> you're so healthy. <laughs> we are so healthy. We want you to talk to the other patients. <laughs> Come get your medal. <laughs> oh, yes. Health medal. <laughs> oh, man. So I go and look at it. And so uh, what th- this thing is testing for is antigens, which are, you know, it's immune. They're which are part of your immune system that are. Um, and I'm so new to this, I'm going to probably say something wrong. Mm. But they are they it basically they're they're attacking your thyroid. Okay. So ideally your number for this test is zero. If there's no issue, it should be zero. Okay. Um, though I've seen between anything less than nine to thirty four, mm-hmm. depending on who you talk to. Is like, okay, it's not uncommon. It's not super uncommon that like a, a tiny amount will show up on this test. But really, zero is what it should be. Anything higher, you'd probably be like, we're going to keep an eye on it. Right. 
My number was 360. Yeah, that's bad. Wow. Okay. That's much higher than. So <laughs> you might almost say alarmingly high. <laughs> well, here's the here's the thing. I in in you know the further research I've done in the last week or so, like uh, three sixty is definitely not zero, and it's much higher than nine or thirty four. But I mean, some people will have numbers like up to ten thousand. Wow. Okay. So. And I don't know how much you can really read into that number. I've read that, you know, some doctors are like, well, this, it really doesn't matter. You have this condition, so there's not much point in looking at the number. Mm -hmm. Other doctors feel like, you know, this can tell you how bad things are. It's worth tracking. I don't know too much yet, but, um, but basically it's just like, oh, no, you've, you've got this condition okay so um what my doctor called it is subclinical hypothyroidism okay and my understanding of it is that the way it's presenting is like it's like a kind of the the step before Hashimoto's disease okay so you okay so you had actually sent me a text before this being like hey I want to talk about something in the podcast you comfortable talking about health stuff and I, hand to God, thought, oh, he wants to talk about stomach issues because we're a running podcast. And for some reason, you know, stomach issues and running go hand in hand. Yes. Um, but then you told me this, and I had never heard of this. I had to look it up. So yeah. what what is it exactly? So it's an, it's an autoimmune disease. Okay. Um, and, you know, that's just a – that just means that your body – immune system is attacking stuff that it shouldn't be okay you're like normal human functions that because your immune system is stupid <laughs> i feel like that, especially as, as i get older the amount of times somebody has told me like well this is supposed to be doing this and it's not doing it yeah. or in fact it's it's like you know doing the opposite of that yeah. so uh, we got to fix it is just getting really annoyingly high so anytime yeah. someone tries to tell me like you were made perfectly i'm like have you seen my back though no, like it's not good <laughs> no, i'm not though really so you know it 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 kind of it, it inhibits your thyroid's ability to produce um certain hormones and these are things that you need and you know um it has a slew of symptoms um that that can be misinterpreted certainly um in different ways hit me what do you got i'm gonna and here we go look i didn't even have to go that long fatigue and sluggishness all right Increased sensitivity to cold, increased sleepiness, hmm. dry skin, constipation, muscle weakness, muscle aches, tenderness, and stiffness, joint pain and stiffness, irregular or excessive menstrual bleeding. Not an issue for me. But <laughs> depression, problems with memory or concentration, okay. swelling of the thyroid, puffy face, brittle nails, Hair loss, enlargement of the tongue. Wow. So that's thyroid's in your neck, right? Yeah. Do I have that right? It's like this butterfly-looking gland. Mm, Okay. Okay. So, you know, there's there's a couple of problems with this list of symptoms. Um, First of all, it is very broad and vague. I was gonna say, based off just those symptoms, I could list like eight other things that could have possibly been or just normal things you get from working out too much. Right. Well, and that was the, the, the thing is like it's it, yeah, it's very nonspecific and the the one that w- that really rung for me is the problems with memory or concentration. Okay. I've had, I've always had a hard time paying attention and like uh, they they talk about with this condition, like this brain fog. Okay. And it's like, as I read the description of that, I was like, yes, this is. I 
wonder if it was you bringing up the the ADHD meds because those been, usually yeah. help you con- concentrate. Coupled with the fact that you were feeling such fatigue that yeah. made her go like, "Hmm, that could be something." Yeah, yeah, it's probably some combination of it, right? And you know, because that's the thing. You know, I when I when I started seeing the therapist and he, you know, because when a long time ago, someone said, "Bob, you're bipolar." And I started bipolar medication Hmm. and it never helped. So I stopped bipolar medication and I kind of stayed away from it for a long time. And then earlier this year, I was like, you know, I've made a lot of changes. I've gotten a lot of healthier. I switched jobs and I'm still not where I want to be. So I started talking to the therapist Hmm. and after maybe three or four sessions, he I, I don't remember what I said, but I remember him jumping up out of his chair. Oh, wow. And grabbing his DSM-4 and reading a list of symptoms. I'm really upset he didn't yell at you like Eureka when he jumped up. because That would have been pretty That would have been amazing. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, what are we doing? Yes, that would have been a, a, excellent. But he, he read this list of symptoms, and I checked off like eight of nine. Okay. And he's like, Bob, you're... You're not bipolar. You're ADHD. Okay. Like, oh, okay. Um. So, shortly after that, I got an appointment with a psychiatrist. I got Adderall and um a- another uh pill that I take or was taking in the afternoons. If you don't mind me asking, do you take ADHD medication like? Every morning, same time kind of a thing? Or do you take it like as needed? So I'm not taking it anymore. Okay. Because of the meds that I'm taking for the hypothyroidism. Okay. But what I was doing is I was taking the Adderall every morning. Okay. Um, at least during the week. On weekends, I didn't always take it. But for during the week, I always took it in the morning. And then there was a second amphetamine that i was taking as needed in the afternoon okay so i started you know i I was doing that and it was working really well for a a long time and then we kind of get into september i was starting to feel like the effectiveness of it was really starting to drop okay that happens and that i was and just again, I was just super duper tired, like to the point where like something feels like something doesn't feel right. And I attributed it to just the volume of running I was doing. But, you know, it's it's interesting because I went and looked back at my volume over the year and my volume of running has actually actually come down a little bit. Okay. So, um. And this is all like stuff that's kind of come like I've I've kind of realized over the last week, and um, the going into my appointment with my primary care wasn't really in the back of my mind at all. I was just like, okay, I'm just I'm tired because I'm running a lot, and that's. Is this something that would have been like a recent, I don't know, I guess development in your health? Or is this something that maybe you've had for a very, very long time and it's just gotten worse as you've gotten older? I, it's, I don't know. Okay. Is, is okay. the short answer. I, I have my suspicions mm-hmm. that it, it's probably been around a very long time. Okay. Um, I do know that... It's in the family. Mm, okay. Um, okay. And uh, I, yeah, so it, it's hard to know for sure. Um, but I do, what I do, because I've been dealing with this very broad set of symptoms since I was in high school, mm-hmm. you know, and so, you know, is it, possible that i'm adhd and i have this mm-hmm. i suppose it is um mental mental health is very interesting because i remember when we were trying to figure out what was going on with my brain and they were like 
literally cross over with so many things that I would kind of come back and be like, is it maybe this? And the problem is it's so many things. There's no real like hard or fast rules a lot of the time. And some stuff will overlap with others depending on how well you're medicating it, how well you're treating it, that kind of thing. So it can, it can be real difficult that it doesn't shock me that it's, it's been something you've been looking at since high school. Yeah. So it's, you know, so it's interesting and, and, you know, it was pretty, quick that my doctor said you know because the tough thing with mental illness in general is that it's very there's a it's very subjective mm-hmm. right and it's how you're set you know how one one psychiatrist or therapist may assess you differently than another one mm-hmm. blood tests are pretty they're pretty nice straightforward they're like, here we go <laughs> right they're like oh no this is like you have this. Yeah. Um, well, it's funny because I, I have an anxiety disorder is what they finally figured out. And that actually attributed to why I was running for so much of my life because the running was very soothing and helped the anxiety yeah. go away. So it was one of my big tools in the in the bag, so to speak. But you write a blood test about like your thyroid or your liver. Like that's pretty clear cut. Yeah. This is like there, and there's like a, there's kind of like a there's a bit of relief to that. Yeah. You know, I imagine. So, okay. You know, you've got this. What do you, do you, do you change diet? Like I kind of looked this up, but like, what do you do now? Like, what's the next step? So first and foremost, they got me on a hormone replacement therapy. Okay. Uh, so basically every morning I'm taking a pill, um, that is synthetic hormones. Um, and um, it starts at a very low dose, and every we're gonna do a blood test every four weeks, okay, and just see, you know, until my doctor is happy with the levels that I'm at, okay. Um, I've done, you know, a fair amount of reading on it that, you know, there are, you know, there definitely are diets or the, you know, food can be a, a trick. So this is a disease that that flares okay and kind of the the way i've come to understand it is that the what it makes it worse are things that trigger your immune system so Mm. the more active your immune system is the more it's going to attack your thyroid yeah so when you put yourself so like you put yourself under a particularly large amount of stress. Right. That could trigger it because your immune system's jumping. You get sick. Your immune system's hurt. Well, especially right now with COVID still around, not gone. Yeah. Like, are you can? Cons- I, I would imagine that's a concern. Yeah. So, I, I mean, anything like that can trigger. And I was, but it could also be physical stress. You go out for a really hard run say like a hundred miles and you know you could you know the the recovery from that could take a lot longer and what what was really interesting so last week i was in raleigh north carolina and i guess i was in durham i really wasn't in raleigh i was in durham um and while i was there i went on a great run with someone from my online running group um you know, he a strange man picked me up at like five in the morning in the dark, and we went to run in a dark park. Awesome, totally safe, totally safe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you pick up a hitchhiker on your way home? That'd be a good follow up. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, you know what? We survived too much. <laughs> you know, I heard about this abandoned uh, mental institution, and I got a Ouija board in the back. Let's let's just make the <laughs> let's make a day it. of it. <laughs> um, but we had a really great run. It was a tougher run. We we and it was hilly which you know we don't have here mm. um so but it was tougher and then i ran the next day and then th- back here um and then thursday i was just wiped mm-hmm. now granted i had traveled i had a really long day on tuesday so I, I, again it wasn't like really surprising that i was tired so i took thursday off from running and then saturday i had just been feeling kind of logy for like a couple of days and i said you know what i'm gonna go out for a run i want to do one more hard workout run before mm-hmm. chicago 
to just kind of feel fast. So I went out and I just ran a hard 10K um, in the neighborhood. And I felt really good running it. Mm-hmm. The next day for my long run, I just felt so weak. Okay. And so one of the things I'm curious about, and I want to, and I'm going to keep track of this, is when I do an intense workout, how does that affect me different from necessarily a long workout? I mean, you're definitely, uh, yeah, because this would, th- that was my next question. I was like, you're, you're going to need more data on this just because how is this going to affect like your training or how right. can you work out through the week? Like, keeping an energy balance or, or will a medication eventually kind of balance you out? Are they hoping like get you down to like normal levels so you won't feel that fatigue so much? Or like you said, it might just flare up sometimes. I, uh, or still unclear. It's still unclear. Okay. My, my, my impression is that treating it will help with the general fatigue, the general symptoms, but there will be, probably be times where there will be a flare-up okay and it will because you know you you don't i i would think you're not they don't want to medicate to the point of the flare-up because you can go too far the other way mm-hmm. and that causes other symptoms oh awesome okay so it's kind of like you want to try you want to get it pretty dialed in okay so you know it, it sounds it, to me it seems like you know there will be times there are flare-ups but getting to a normal level and getting the dosage right, you know, can hopefully keep those flare-ups less severe. Um, and just learning more about how it affects me and, you know, and, and just see how, how much of a difference taking the meds does make long-term, you know, how well does it treat my symptoms? Does, and, you know, will it me, you know, will ultimately I actually be in an even better spot? You know, one of the things that they said is that I will, it will probably help me lose weight. Okay. Um, I mean, thyroid is one of the things that they will usually test immediately if you tell them you're trying to lose weight and it's just been very difficult. Like, yeah, especially, especially, I don't know, and this is just my experience, but a lot of women, especially I've heard, will have, you know, they test your thyroid is a question I get asked a lot. Yeah. I mean, it's fairly common. Um, I know I, I was looking it up and it's like one in 200 people. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that's, that's pretty common. So. But you will have this will this is like a, a lifetime thing now, like a lifetime management sort of thing. Okay. Yep. You know what? It's 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 scary. Any health, any new health thing is scary. Um, I'm I'm very glad though that it turned out to be something manageable. For me, the what's and this is just my warped mind. It's just it's like, oh man, I'm starting a new med two weeks before Chicago. I mean that <laughs> any new med is always complicated because you don't know. Maybe the next podcast will be about stomach issues. I'm yeah, not right. sure because you're never you're never sure. Like yeah, I remember I had to take something once, and on the little label it said warning with very few people. This this can cause like panic attacks, and I was like, bet it won't be me. And I popped one, and in the middle of the night, I wake up. I'm like, "Oh, I don't feel great." And yeah. I'm like, "Oh, I'm panic attack. I'm having a panic attack." Like, oh, awesome. come on! It's like those when you read, like, like what is it? Like your stomach might bleed in an Advil or something. And you're like, mm, "That's real low. That's not gonna be me." And that's what this was. I'm like, "You gotta be kidding yeah. me!" But are, did they have they warned you about anything to, to keep an eye on, or is it more just like you're gonna watch your body and see how it goes? It, mostly just watch your body, see how it goes. Okay. I mean, there there are a couple of concerning side effects that i'll keep an eye out for but they did tell me when i asked about them they said you know it at least at the dosage you're at now you're starting with it's very you know they pop. started you pretty low yeah okay. they, i mean yeah because i mean this is potent shit like i thought it was 25 milligrams it is 25 micrograms oh okay like so yeah it is it is very it's very low so they will slowly ramp me up every um so i'll go in for blood in four weeks and okay but so then you know kind of just looking forward it's like you know i had planned to run chicago pretty hard mm-hmm. um 
Now the race after that, I had planned to take, you know, pretty easy. Because you got Chicago, and then what's the one after that? Last Dot Standing. Last Dot Standing. Okay. Yeah, and that one I'm looking forward to because that one's it's gonna it's almost guaranteed to be cold. Um, and the pace of it, it's kind it's like it's kind of a set pace because it's it's actually got you on a pace. A t- basically a hundred miles and 24 hour pace because mm-hmm. that's and, and which is how kind of it all worked out so um so that will be a real th- that's around kind of what i was planning to pace for the first half of tunnel hill so you know it, it'll be it'll be easier on my body i'm not going hard and i'm not going to go i'm not going past 40 miles okay so um so yeah, it, so but Chicago's concerning me a bit because that's going to be harder. And and what's you know I I ran Chicago and I ran it at, as hard as I could last year, and you know the week later I ran a great half marathon. So maybe it won't be too bad, but it's in the back of my mind that I don't have a lot of time between Chicago and Tunnel Hill. And I, you know, Tunnel Hill is still the primary mission. Like, I will drop out of Last Dot Standing mm-hmm. if I think it's going to, if it could hurt my chances of finishing Tunnel Hill. I mean, it makes sense, especially because you've you've had you've now had so much more running experience since running Chicago the first time that you would kind of it would be kind of a cool milestone to be to come put them side by side and try to run it pretty hard and see if you could beat your last time that kind of thing. But you know, you're smart. You you you're right. You might just kind of need to to take a relatively easy pace because you've got a goal. Right. So um so yeah, I mean, we'll see how it. And then there's there's a complication with the medication, mm-hmm. which is that. You're not supposed to eat anything at all within an hour or within a half hour either side uh, of taking okay. it. Okay. So you're, they say take it first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. That way, you're, at least you're not trying to plan the half hour before. Yeah. Um, you take it once a day? Once a day. Okay. Okay. You but can take it pretty early then. You can take it early. There are some things you aren't supposed to have within Four hours. Okay. Taking it like anything to do with magnesium. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and that's kind of problematic because a lot of the like the goop stuff, the goop and shit, the, yeah. or or like your electrolytes have magnesium in it. That makes sense, actually, because they're always telling you if you can't sleep well, that's actually something you're supposed to try to get your hands on is magnesium. Yeah. And I wonder if that just kind of counterbalances something. Yeah. So you know, it's it's going to be a bit of a um, bit of a challenge to kind of figure that out. Okay. And then I'm thinking about it, like in you know, in in my hundred mile race, you know, I fully expect to take longer than 24 hours. So. But I'm curious. Like I now I'm thinking you're in a couple of Reddit groups. I know you've you're in a couple of running groups. Have you put this out into like the chat? Maybe somebody else is dealing with this and has some tips. I haven't yet, but it is definitely on um on my list of things to do because i will i will say of all the terrible evil things the internet has brought (laughs) the one thing i do really love is that i can find a lot of advice on things that in the past i would have just kind of gone like well i guess we'll just fly it solo and hope it works out (laughs) (laughs) yeah no so i I mean it's been it's been an interesting couple of weeks and you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I had planned to run more these two weeks leading into Chicago, um, just because that, you know, the hundred mile plan needs more volume or calls for more volume. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, in light of this, I said, you know what, I will stick to, I'll stick to the Chicago plan. And then after Chicago, hopefully I'm feeling good within you know, just a couple days and, you know, I can do another week or two of higher volume. Um, and then do last dot standing and then taper into tunnel hill. Okay. So, um, 
Yeah, no. So uh, a lot more. I think there's a lot more I'm going to learn in the next few months about just how my body's reacting to it and um, um, and the medication. Um, but there's a, there's a part of relief in there that's like, okay, I'm not crazy. Like, and not not saying that being ADHD is crazy. I'm saying, no, 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 no. You know, like they're like, I'm feeling what I, I'm, it's not just that I'm running too much. When your body is doing something that you are, are noticing a startling difference to, like you've been tired before you've had bad weeks before, yeah. but like when you're noticing like, wow, I am exhausted. What's going on? Having an answer can be like, um, can be like very soothing. Like I'll, yeah. I went uh, years and years and years and years of having an anxiety disorder and just sort of thought like, I bet everybody else is handling life really well. I'm just not doing so hot. And then somebody was like, no, 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 you've got a thing and we can work on that. I was like, oh, this brings me actually a lot of comfort and a lot of equi- equilibrium because now you have, um, you can get some tools together to, right. to figure out what's, what's to help balance out what's going on. Yeah. Instead of just standing there going like, I don't really know what's up with me. What a mystery. <laughs> Maybe it'll go away. <laughs> exactly. So, so we'll, we'll see. Um, and so, you know, probably, um, you know, I'll, I'll do a couple of runs this week and then I've got my eight mile run on Sunday. Okay. And then, you know, the, the week after that's the week going into Chicago, I probably won't run much at all. Mm-hmm. Probably very little. And then, um, I'm excited for Chicago. It's good that you got a plan and I am, I'm excited to see how uh, Chicago goes. I remember, God, I remember when you did Chicago the first time and cause I think you guys had a barbecue afterwards yep. and me and a couple people came over and I remember you looked exhausted, but you hadn't done anything crazier than that at that point. We were just like, wow, a marathon can't get any longer than that. <laughs> wow. Whew, what a distance. <laughs> now I'm, now I'm like, oh yeah, your little marathon. Sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, here, here's the, here's, oh, here's the crazy thing. Um, like I'm, I'm shooting for a 10 minute mile average. Okay which I believe is four hours, 22 minutes. Okay. The other day in Berlin, Kipchoge set a world record. Mm. Breaking his own Of course, as, world you, as one does. <laughs> and ran the Berlin Marathon in two hours, one minute, and nine seconds. Wow. <laughs> So you're going to try to break that, right? Well, obviously, I got to <laughs> Yeah, break. of course. Well, now you got competition. Here, Come on. My entire goal in life is to, at this point, is to get to the point where I'm, like, the world record marathon time is at least, like, I'm. it's not more than twice as fast as me. Mm-hmm. You know, the multiplier's got to be under two. Yeah. I will never be under <laughs> one. Or, like, or never be, like, more than, like, under 1.5. But, the like... If I could get it under two, got to get that multiplier <laughs> under two. Oh my god! So, have you been running at all? Okay, so my my recent thing is that like my plantar fasciitis kind of kicked off like two months ago, mm-hmm. and I'm doing my exercises, trying to get them back online. It's better in one foot, not the other, mm-hmm. which is driving me up the wall. Um, and I'm not sure if I should. Um, I've got all my stretches out. I'm not sure if I have to like replace my shoes. I'm not sure if I just have to lay off it for a while. I was doing. Um, there's an aerial yoga class I found, so I was doing that for a little bit, which is a lot of fun. And I like yoga; it's great. But I'm also like, I don't sweat. This isn't running. <laughs> I don't like this. I yeah. want to go back. So it's getting better, and I, I'm i getting very frustrated with it, but unfortunately, I've, I've gone through this before. The only thing to do is kind of wait it out. Yeah. So hopefully, I'm hoping, I'm giving it this week. If it still feels fine by the end of the week, I'm going to try to go next Monday. Have you considered chopping your leg off and getting a blade? I mean, I would love that personally. Like, I've seen those, and like I just feel like it'd be very cool to hide like various weapons in there. Like, I, oh, come on. You can't tell me that wouldn't be awesome. Maybe it could glow. Like, I've seen some pretty cool I things. I mean, they're made of carbon fiber. They're light. They look amazing. <laughs> 
So on, honestly, if they were like, everybody got to cut your uh, your foot off, but we will replace it with a cooler foot. And I'd, I would probably at this point say, yeah, do it. <laughs> just go for it. Because every year this circles back around and it just drives me crazy. I'm and, sure. I, I mean, it's I, I can't imagine your frustration at it. Like, it just... Well, I mean, like, I got it. I had to. You got. You got to get back in the routine of it. Like, all right, I got to do exercises in the morning and stretch it. I got to do stretching in the middle of the day, stretching before bed. And unfortunately, the pattern's great, but it's very. I'm like chomping at the bit. I'm like, no, 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 no. heal now, heal now. Just do it. Just, just be better. <laughs> I've uh, and I've. I mean, I've been to the foot doctor, and they're like, yeah, I'm sorry. There's nothing. There's nothing we can do except giving you a cool ass blade leg, and my insurance won't cover that. So. Damn. So eventually, insurance. eventually, but until then, I'm just doing a lot of yoga, which is great for core and will, if nothing else, keep my, my muscles from, you know, disintegrating, but it's just not the same thing. No. Yeah. The addiction cannot be scratched by anything but an actual run. And what's so frustrating is now the, when now the weather is beautiful for it, oh. like, oh, it's so nice for a run. So I'm uh, even honestly, even if it's not better next week and I probably shouldn't say this, but I might just go anyway. <laughs> It'll be fine, Bob. <laughs> It'll go away if I show it who's in charge. Here, you know, this is this is how you know you're you're talking to a runner because like people who don't like to run <laughs> would be like, "Oh, my foot hurts. I have an excuse not to run." <laughs> Perfect. Every time I see runners in my car, I'm like I'm glaring at them like angrily Fuck like, you. "Fine. No, yeah, enjoy your run. But you're not enjoying it." <laughs> Because, I mean, this isn't this isn't the first time in my life where I've had to take a break from running for various injuries or illnesses or whatever. And every time is hell. I hate it every single time. Yeah. I once had, um, I took a trip to New York with some friends and it was a dis- it was an unmitigated disaster. But one of the things my other friend said to me was like, yeah, you without your running because I couldn't run for a week. She was like, I didn't quite realize how bad of a mood that was going to put you in. <laughs> I was like, look, all right. <laughs> I didn't know either. And now we've all learned something. Yeah. <laughs> Because even when I was younger, even when I would go on vacation, like my dad and I would go for a run. Like right. We'd get up early and run around the hotel or no matter where we were, we would, you know, be doing something physical. So taking it away from me, suddenly my whole body was just going like, well, we're really pissed off and we're going to take it out on everybody. Yeah. No, I mean, that's as you should. As I should. I mean, yeah. like, well, if if they wanted me sane, I should have been allowed to run. Yes, it's true. <laughs> it's true. Mm. But yes, sadly, that's where I am at the moment. But hopefully, I'll be in a much better mood next week. And if not, I'll just get a cool blade leg. Blade leg. Blade leg! (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, um, I'm not sure where we'll we'll chat again next. Um, Maybe after your marathon? That might be a... Or do you want to wait? Do you want to do until... We can do after the marathon, or do you want to do even the race after that? See how, how you're feeling? I'm... I'm contemplating two different scenarios. Okay. One is we chat between the two races. Okay. Um, and then do one more right before Tunnel Hill. Um, with a with a recap sometime after Tunnel Hill. Right. Um, or one more just after the second race. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I, I think it'll l- largely. See- depend on schedules right yeah, yeah so. as usual oh my god <laughs> trying to get two people in their in their 30s to make a day work is uh, a miracle in itself sass i had a really disturbing thought the other day oh god what was it i was i was at jewel okay already and not a great already story. not, not a, a great entrance <laughs> <laughs> and i i saw someone um a gentleman who looked older than me and the thought occurred to me that if I see a dude and he look he looks older to me, that means he is at least mid forties, if not fifties. Oh boy. At a minimum. That's weird. I'm still twenty nine. So everybody <laughs> when I see older people, I'm like, Oh, that must be in their like mid thirties. <laughs> 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 It's strange, though, when people, I don't know, though, people will throw out generalizations like, oh, you know, people in their 30s. And I'm like, I don't know. What are they like? <laughs> <laughs> what do you what do you think first? You tell me what you think people in their 30s are like, because uh, the only thing I think we can all agree on is that now there is a bedtime and my God, we're going to hit it. <laughs> oh, I know. Right. Like if I'm 
if I get pat like if I'm tired, mm-hmm. there's very little you can do to get me to keep to stay awake. Like I yesterday, I fell asleep on a cold floor at a kid's birthday party. Nice, yeah, been there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you don't think hardwood will will put you to sleep until you're tired and you can't go home, so you <laughs> might as well just make it work. <laughs> I used to make fun of my dad for like we would go to family birthdays or something, and he would just pass out on the couch and be like, "Dad, don't you want to see and talk to everybody?" And now I'm like, "What a genius!" Yep, like ahead of his time. Well, see, <laughs> all the dads who fell asleep at parties. This, I'm sorry. Th- it's important to follow sleep you know earlier in the party so that you can skip the the part where you know your in-laws don't really want to talk to you anyways. <laughs> and then you're awake for cake yeah there we go you want to you want to wake up just as those candles are going on yeah ideally happy birthday. happy birthday is what wakes you up <laughs> and then you slide in the background like hey, i was here the whole birthday. time you're in the pictures no one can dispute it <laughs> <laughs> dude 10 30 rolls around and i'm like oh it is time to go to bed yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be great i'm gonna lay there got my pillows yep. the cat will join me probably um one last thought and then we'll wrap up okay um was that because this is this made me think of it is so i was taking the adderall for for several months now and one of the things i'm wondering about you know if it pushed me over the edge is that the Adderall was pushing me to keep going in situations where I would have otherwise been like hey why don't you go rest mm, okay you were kind of exhausting yourself and then just so accumulated fatigue okay yeah I mean, it, it's it's strange the amount of things that you'll start to feel when your body is exhausted. Yeah, like the way that it, I would, that it tries to warn you that it's unhappy by making you feel like shit and yes. that you've been run over by a Clydesdale. Like, yes. which you know, what a great what a great method. But yeah. no, I don't know. Good theory. Could be. Could be. Could be. I should sign up for another hundred. One hundred. Yeah, it, definitely. Right? Like a mountainous hundred? Yeah, 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 I feel like you should find that one where they climb Mount Fuji in Japan and they have to run through like a forest. I think that one is real. Um, <laughs> I think I'm not making this up because I remember reading reading something about this and going like, what the hell? Now, there is That's U- kind of cool, actually. There is the UTMF, Ultra Trail Mount Fuji. Okay. Um, And I don't know if it goes to the peak of Mount Fuji, but you definitely go around it. All right, okay. Like a good ex- a good excuse to see Mount Fuji. I mean, did you see the race that I sent you? You did, Bob, and that was upsetting because I like thought about it for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, "I just gotta get up to be able to run twelve miles." I mean, that's, like that's my goal. That's in Italy. It's Italy's in Italy. gorgeous. I, I mean, get twelve miles. It's like, not even not, really a race. It's kind of just it's, like a it's go and tour Italy I mean, and do it, some it, running. <laughs> And I mean, like, come on, if you want to think about sweet bragging rights, normally it, one sweet bragging right is I went on an Italian vacation and the other one is I ran a half marathon. Now they could combo into the thing that will make me absolutely insufferable at all parties. Yes. <laughs> Want to see my pictures from Italy? Oh, yeah. I I just kind of ran a half marathon while I was there. It's, <laughs> yeah, I, I am eating a plate of pasta. Thank you. Thank yes. You. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Can you eat the pasta and run at the same time? I mean, like, if you're going to carbo-load, why not carbo-load in Italy? Yes. It's the best carbo-loading. <laughs> Afterwards, you get a glass of wine, you chat with the locals. The only thing is, so, as much as I would like to run in Italy, the only thing better would be to run in France, because then you can oh, run with a baguette. The baguette. You, get, you, you could get one of those, like, striped shirts, hats, run with a baguette. Yeah very impressive you know it's it's a prop and food exactly and i'm sure the french people would love it they'd be like oh Absolutely. there there it goes the representation of our country yes <laughs> what you get in your hydration vest you get a baguette in one side and a bottle of wine in the other mm-hmm. you're good to go exactly all right that's uh thank you for joining thank again you for having tonight me, as um, always thank you to our listeners and uh for joining us on this journey we've only got I, I checked today, 46 days left to Tunnel Hill, mm. which is, I swear, two days ago, it was 60 days left. Wow. So um, time is flying, and, um, you know, check us out. Uh, 
we have new subtle interference on the Team Poop and Knife Network. Um, that's been uh, we've actually been fairly good about recording regularly again. So you give that a check out. And uh, thank you again. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Have a good day, guys. Bye. <laughs>